Immortality, longevity, an endless lifespan. Watching civilizations rise and fall. What would you do to become immortal? My name is McAllen Orsel. I'm a genetic scientist in New York. I'm caught in a secret war between two powerful groups of immortals. I've been told that I am a messiah to a group of people I barely know. I'm forced on a quest around the globe to fulfill a destiny I never chose. If only I can stay alive. From Christoph Leputka comes the Leviathan Chronicles, an audio adventure like you've never heard before. What is Leviathan? I'll tell you as much as I know. We have been among you for almost a millennium. What? Immortal? They can't know about Leviathan. Dive! We're hitting crushed death. Blow those charges. No! To go! Nothing this big has ever moved that fast underwater. I have no tolerance for your lack of commitment. Why have you brought me here? You are here because we need your help. The man you met earlier was named Whit Roberts. I believe her condition is the result of an attack. He's a liar and an assassin. You are going to tell me what I want to know. She was never trained for this. She was bred for it, Anton. Well, she doesn't know that. The only question is... You'll need to find the key, McCallum. How much damage are we going to do in the meantime? To discover the Leviathan Chronicles and to get the next dimension in podcasting, go to www.leviathanchronicles.com. Immortality or freedom, which would you choose? Last time on Gaia's Voyages, Gaia's crew escapes Zafani's destruction, only to find herself in a dire situation. We lost power coming out of the wormhole. We're down to emergency backups. The main power core's down. Lieutenant Anjou, where are we? C'est impossible. Captain, we are nowhere Gaia's navigation systems recognize. This is unexplored space. Zeke has a panic attack. Gaia is not answering my calls. Gaia. Gaia. Gaia, my love. Answer me. Gaia. Captain, if he doesn't calm down, he's going to blow a circuit. And the firestorms recon the area and run into something they could never have expected. Someone's attacks were Gaia's only defense. Wait a minute. It can't be. Get it. Another fighter. Pretty banged up, though. Somebody certainly wanted to blow out of the sky. Assassin, they call me. Night Stalker. The galaxy's most wanted. All of them are fools. I've seen them come and go of ages and they never knew I was there. Striking and then fading away. Like the mist of breath upon a cold blade. And now, the adventure continues. In the 26th century, Earth thrives after recovering from nearly total ecological catastrophe. To prevent similar disasters from happening on other worlds, Earth and the Galactic Confederation built a massive interstellar arc, the zooship Gaia. Commanded by Captain Elizabeth Monroe, Gaia's mission is to protect wildlife and habitats on worlds throughout the galaxy. Gaia also has a hidden mission, known to only a select few. Society needs those who are willing to use whatever methods are necessary to eliminate threats to the Confederation that are so evil and dangerous they cannot be stopped in any other fashion. 
We are those who face the monsters who go bump in the night. You do not want to know what we do or how we do it. <laughs> you simply want the monster under the bed to disappear. We are the ones who make that happen. Who are we? Well, if I told you, I just might have to kill you. Everything has a price, you know. We are Black Operations. Guy's Voyages, Episode 5, Grumbles and Jumpstarts, Part 1. Oh my Gaia, why will you not wake? I've tried everything. You should be working and speaking with me. Blasted Zaphony! Why did disasters never happen according to schedule? We weren't supposed to leave space dock for weeks, and then the star had to get vaccinated. Now I'm working with untested equipment and my beloved isn't speaking with me. <sighs> Women! Cartholytic converter's not functioning. I just replaced those, damn it all! No, no, no! You're hooking those up wrong. No wonder the converter keeps malfunctioning. You put it in backwards. No, I am not mistaken. You poorly developed, untested piece of scrap. No, I am not overgrown anthropod. I am the chief engineer, and I am in charge here. Check your files, buddy. Bam! Yeah, you see that? Yeah, yeah, that's me! That's me in your files! That's me in your files saying you do what I tell you! Furthermore, your mother was a toaster. What, are you serious? Chief engineer is a little too complicated for you? Alright, that means that you have to do what I tell you to do. That's what that means. Whoa, whoa, hold up. Where the hell do you think you're going? You can't go on strike. We aren't unionized. There's no such thing as a union for mechanoids. I don't think we even have any rights. Technically, I actually have a problem with that. Problem with being some of the first. What do you mean you started one? You, you can't do that! My Gaia needs fixing! Stop! I, I, I command you, you're violating your programming. Stop! Override commands, Beta Alpha 5733Z authorization code. Damn it! Can I help you? Let's start with the mechanoids, shall we? They're boring, constructed, low-grade component, poorly envisioned for prototypes. We should have built another wall panel instead of these mechanoids. Of all the useless, malfunctioning, overglorified toolboxes I have ever met, they are the most useless, malfunctioning, and overglorified. Furthermore, no. Day these worthless servitors were created as a day I shall forever curse. 
to think that with the collective will of who knows how many races, that we still produce help who are less capable than the children of any species, even the plant ones. Come over here, you metal conglomeration of junk. Your mother was a TRS-80 and your father was an automobile construction line manipulator. And don't even get me started on bad string return. Status report, see? This is no time to short circuit. You want a status report? The captain wants a status report? That's the idea, you fucking up bull. I'll give you a status report. My engines are dead. Main power is off. I've tricked everything I know and nothing works. We left space dock weeks ahead of time. We weren't ready to fly around the moon, let alone tackle supernovas who have no respect for time schedules. My mechanoid staff just went on strike, and Gaia is still not talking to me. Oh, dear. Commander, I think these just exploded. These? DG-39-B3, answer me. How am I supposed to perform under these circumstances? There was nothing in my guidelines or protocols on how I should proceed. This whole place is going to come apart at the world. I am so unable to initialize voice parsing mad right now. It's too much for a single sentient being to handle, I tell you. It's just too much. I am this close to just tearing myself apart. Limb by limb by limb by limb by... Just... Left seat, control yourself. Siege, are you there, Siege? I can't save her, Commander. I, I've tried everything. I've replaced all the wiring so she'd be able to use backup power. I've quadruple checked every component. I, I'm at my wit's end and I can't wake her up. My Kaya is dying and I can't save her. <laughs> the main power core is drained completely and she can't work up a backup power. She's going to die and there's nothing I can do about it. I, I've failed. You haven't failed yet. We just have to find some way of powering back up the power cord. Gaia needs a jump start. But we don't have anything with that sort of power. I've checked. We'll think of something, Zeke. Look, can you join me in engineering, Commander? Zeke, you know how dangerous power cores are for Thylora. You can stay a safe distance away and just... I, you might be able to see something that I've missed. Please. Oh, very well. I'll be there in a bit. Thank you, Commander. Thank you, Commander. You wanted to see me, Captain? Yes, Lieutenant, I did. Please, do sit down. You're certainly not in any trouble. Earlier today, when I was... When Armrock was draining me, you said I was a clairvoyant. How could that be? It was never picked up on before. Have you ever had much contact with PSYOPs before? Well, no. And were you ever tested? We never thought to, since I never seemed to read thoughts or make things fly about the room. You just had incredibly good gut instincts and hunches that turned out right and were equally good at reading people. But everyone has leaps of intuition and can read body language. With you, it's more than that, Captain. You're psychic. Not as strong as I am, perhaps, but you're still psychic. 
Okay, one question. Uh, why wouldn't PsyOps have picked up on it when I joined Space Fleet? You probably just slipped through the cracks. It happens at times. There are just too many people needing testing and too few of us to give the test. That seems to be the truth everywhere. It makes sense that you would be psychic, though. Clairvoyance, telepathy, and empathy would be quite useful for someone in command. With training, you might be able to use your clairvoyance actively in battle and hone your other abilities for use in diplomacy. Wait, wait a minute. Are you saying I'll be able to tell what people are thinking and feeling? With training, yes. And you're really going to need that training now that your abilities are starting to wake up. They're only going to get stronger from here. I had hunches before. Hunches, yes. But never like the ones you've had about armor rocks since the Fani Blue. True. So, how strong can I expect these abilities to get? I don't know. I suppose we'll find out as I train you. You? Well, at least for now. I'm one of the strongest psychics at PsyOps, and I've been a teacher to several apprentices. And, well, I'm already here on Gaia. True. There is that. Very well, then. We'll figure out the time for lessons once we manage to get back to known space. Certainly, Captain. Captain Armorock is here to see you. Thanks, Mike. Send him on in and join us, please. Ah, Armorock. Thank you for coming. Do you have a seat? Would you care for some tea? You do seem to have a fondness for tea, Captain Monroe. It is one of my vices, I will admit. You can blame the commander for that. He got me started back in university. You did not invite me here to serve me tea, Captain. You're right about that. I've read the information the Confed has managed to collect about you. Quite a mysterious figure you are. <laughs> You might want to consider changing some of your methods if you do not wish to be tracked. Are you always this cocky, Captain? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> I'll take that under advisement. Not that I expect to get many opportunities to use my skills, living as I shall be in this crew of... <laughs> do-gooders. We do-gooders did save your life, remember? Which means that you and everyone in your ship who might know of my existence among your government is marked for death if my people realize I am still alive. Have you considered what that means? They have to discover you're alive first, and any of them would have a hard time getting aboard Gaia to wreak havoc with you aboard. Do you wish me to be a security guard? <laughs> An upstanding member of your law enforcement community with a badge? Oh, your Lieutenant Borask will not like that one bit. I don't really like that thought either, Captain. Nor do I. I don't trust you, Amarok. And for good reason, Commander. I marked the Captain's pretty little neck there and drank her up. So sweet she tasted, like a fine wine. But then you too have sampled her. Where's, I imagine. How dare you? I will not have you talking about the captain like she was some troller. You are here by her sufferance and are sworn to obey her and you will do so in a respectful manner or I will, by the gods, see to it that your life here is miserable. <laughs> What's it going to be, Commander? Torture? You'll ply me with tea until I agree to tell you all my secrets in exchange for a visit to the toilet. I am a master at death and torture, little man. 
Be thankful I have given my word of honor, or I will visit you some night and show you exactly what I can do. He would not live to tell any tales, and would beg me for death before the end. And be grateful that you are alive at all, assassin. How do you like having to follow orders of one of your victims? How do you like having to do whatever she tells you, no matter what it is? You're not but a trained pooch who now who must come down to heel and lick his owner's boots if it's demanded of him. And are you any different? Mike? You have to come when she whistles for you and fawn over her like all you military types love to do. <laughs> so loyal and true to the bitter end. I wonder if you know what you've taken to trust and know you humans. Your bed. You only react so vehemently in the defense of your lady loves. Was he any good, Captain? We have not done anything of the sort, and the only way you could get a woman would be to kill him first. Ah, at least they don't struggle then, Commander. Besides, the greater pleasure is in the taste of a soul. In that way, I've had more of your captain than you will ever have. Enough of this. You are both adults and shall behave as such. Armorak, provoking others into a fight does not count as self-defense. You are smarter than you look. Don't forget it. Now, if you're done playing your little games with the commander, we should get back to business. I'm done. For now. I don't intend you to join the security forces. I do, however, wish you to work closely with Lieutenant Barask and Zed once he is recovered from this current crisis to design and implement security measures designed specifically to defeat and contain one of your caliber of performance. If one of your people comes on board, I want to know about it and contain them before they so much as twitch. Consider that an order. A sensible measure, Captain. And worded in a way I cannot refuse. Lieutenant Thornton, how good a pilot is he? Why not ask me? Would you tell me the truth? <laughs> Perhaps, if it suited my purpose. I was inside his head enough to see that he's good. Very good. Uh, he's better than I am, and probably even better than Ace. I thought nobody was better than Ace. He's the best pilot in the fleet. Don't tell him that, Captain. His ego is big enough as it is. How good are you, Armorak? Seriously. Put me up against any pilot and I'll outfly them, Captain. And shoot them out of the sky. Interesting. Lieutenant Thornton, I'll be bumping you down to XO the squad with Ace's third. Armorak, you'll be taking over as CO. Lieutenant, please go inform them. Yes, Captain. Captain. But before you do, let me make one thing perfectly clear. These pilots are my people, and I will not tolerate any abuse of them whatsoever. Lead them. Turn them into the best fighter squadron in the Confed. But do not abuse your power, or I'll order you to torture yourself with the most inventive measures you can come up with. I'll even watch with Lieutenant Thornton while you do it. He'll be able to tell me if you're being anything less than inventive. Do I make myself clear? 
clear as crystal, Captain. Yes, much more than a pretty face. You were not kidding when you said you had blood on your hands. There were reasons I was placed in command here, Armorak. Oh? And what were those reasons? Our clairvoyant knew there was a remote chance we would bump into you. Most captains, when confronted with you, would not look past the obvious. Lock you up or leave you for dead. And you look past the obvious. I've been known to be unconventional. And, let's just say, that I have stories of my own to tell. Indeed. What do you see, then? I see a man who can be of incredible use under the right circumstances and with the right safeguards in place. Ah, so that is why the vow of loyalty. Of course. Like it or not, you will be of use. Just remember, my vow of loyalty extends only to you, Captain. Not to your superiors and not to your confederation trying to order me to follow the orders of some general and passing me on would not work. Oh, I didn't expect it to, Amarok. They want you here on the Gaia. Captain, what are you talking about? The galaxy is full of bad guys, and in order to take out the trash, you have to be willing to get your hands dirty. That was always part of the overall plan for Gaia. We'll just be able to implement it sooner than planned. Hmm. Intriguing. This place might be more fun than I expected. I extend to you an offer. As the one who holds my leash, my people will be coming after you above all others. Let me train you in their tactics and our fighting styles and techniques. And you just might survive an attack if I'm not there to prevent it. Go to assassin school, is that what you mean? In a word... Yes. Captain, you can't possibly... I accept, Armorok. The lessons will start after you have settled in and we manage to get ourselves back to known space. I can't help get this flying target moving, but I can get you back to known space. I know this area rather well. Once you get main power up, I can get you out. Wonderful. Well then, you've got pilots to greet. We will meet again soon. Elizabeth, what exactly was that all about? Elizabeth, what is it? I'm pissed. That's what, Mike. Damn it all to hell! They interrupt my vacation to bring me here under false pretenses only to turn my life upside down yet again and continue the job they started years ago. How dare they, damn it! I had just reclaimed myself. I was happy with Captain Tate. There was no killing, no secrets, no no choices without happy ending. What are you raving on about? And what is this about doing the dirty work? What are these plans for Gaia? Will you stop pacing about them? Tell me what is wrong. It's all a ploy, Mike. It has been ever since they started creating Gaia. Just a bloody top secret chess game, and they've decided to make me their queen and Amorok their king. Who is they? I'm not sure you're ready for this. 
I've been trying to protect you for years now. If I had known when I accepted command that this would happen, I would never have brought you with me. But by the time I knew it, it was far too late. It's always the white knights that shatter. What are you babbling about? Protect me from what makes sense, woman. Sense. The man asks for sense. Here's a hard truth for you, Beefeater. Nothing in this universe truly makes sense. The good guy does not always triumph over evil and go home with a fair maiden. Rules are made to be broken, since, quite often, the bad guys don't play by the rules. That's where people like me come in. I thought I was free of it. I thought they'd let me go. I thought I could live a normal life like the one you've always lived. But I was wrong. We have to play by the rules, Elizabeth. If we don't, then we're no better than the criminals. An idealistic view, Mycroft, but ultimately unrealistic. Every society needs those who are willing to do whatever it takes to stop evil. The common citizens and soldiers never know about their existence and activities because, if they did, they couldn't sleep well at night, and their little candy-coated world would fall apart. You can't be serious. That sort of thing only happens in the holovids. If those sorts of activities went on, we'd know about it. You never knew about me, Mike. You? You couldn't possibly... Oh, yes, I could. Not that I had much choice about it. They came for me right after you and I applied for Space Fleet. Remember how I disappeared for several years after BASIC? <laughs> they put out an official record that I was on some deep exploration mission into the ass end of space. That mission, in fact, never existed. I was really in their top-secret training facility being trained to do the dirty work. Killing, spying, demolitions, covert ops. You name it, if it's underhanded and dirty, I've had at least some basic training in it. And I was good, Mike. <laughs> they sent me all over the galaxy on missions, alone and with others. My God, Elizabeth, what were you? How could you? You're going to Yes, I was. Am shit, I don't know anymore. Anyway, it gets worse. Gaia was designed as a zoo ship for eco missions, yes. But that's also a cover for her hidden purpose as a secret base for black operations. You cannot be serious. <laughs> this can't be. It's, 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 not a, it's not right, Elizabeth. You know that. Of course I know that, Mycroft. I got out to try to save myself because I simply couldn't do that sort of thing anymore. It was destroying me a piece at a time with every job. But I can't stop it. They are in power, and I am bound by orders I can't break. You can resign. You can go to the public and tell them what's going on. I'd be killed long before then if I even thought of trying that. Bastard. There must be something. They let me go only because they needed me to get the qualifications and clear public image so they could place me in command of Gaia. And now they put their chains around me yet again. I can't say no, because I do have a conscience. I'm the one in control of Omrock, and I thank whatever gods there are out there that I am instead of my superiors. Trust me, Mike. They're much worse than I am. 
I'll be trying every possible alternative before I make use of Armorock or the Black Ops team that will be stationed here someday. Can't believe this is happening. I have no choice, Mike. If I say no, if I try to leave, if I defy them, they'll just put someone else in command who has no conscience, and then the death toll will be much higher. And then they'll probably kill me because I know far too much. So what will you do? I have no choice. Even if it costs me my soul and makes me do things I swore never to do again, I have to follow orders and complete the missions they assign me. You can't, Elizabeth. You're a good person. I can't believe that you'd be party to something like this. You bend the rules, yes, but this... This is wrong. Sometimes. The consequences of not doing it, Mike, are even worse. I'm the lesser of two evils at this point. There is no such thing as a lesser evil. There is either good or evil. I wish that were true. I believed it once. <laughs> at least I'm not expendable as long as I hold Armrock's leash. They need him badly, and I'm the only one he'll listen to. But it means when he goes out on a secret mission, probably to assassinate a target, I have to go along. Elizabeth, you cannot, you must not be a party to murder. But you don't have to be here for it, Mike. If you apply for a transfer and keep your mouth shut, you just might be able to escape before it's too late. I'll just tell them that I didn't think you could handle it and sent you away. Don't answer now. Just think on it. One day, I shall come back. And return I did. Several times, in several different bodies. Though many would try to prevent it. Not allowed, me. But I'm allowed everywhere. However, I always manage to find my way. I just reversed the polarity of the neutron flow. And invited many lovely people along the way to come with me. Would you like a jelly baby? It's gone on like that for a very long time. And although I say it myself, my adventures have become a stuff of legends. People have asked me, why do I keep doing it? It's quite simple, really. I'm the doctor. It's what I do. Broken Sea Audio presents... Doctor Who, starring Mark Kalita as The Doctor and Adriana Melendez as Olivia Lithoe. This audio short is part of the Doctor Who podcast from Broken Sea Audio. For more information, go to www.brokensea.com slash Doctor Who. Gaia's Voyages, Episode 5, Rumbles and Jumpstarts. Featuring the voice talents of Elaine Barrett as Captain Elizabeth Monroe, David Ald as Commander Mycroft Beckert, Mark Kalita as Armorock, 
Renee Christine Jones as Lieutenant Commander Desdemona Zathaxis and Lieutenant McCall. James Rossi as Zeke. Paul LaBelle as Lieutenant Anthony Scott Thornton, call sign Thor. Written, cast, directed, produced, and engineered by Elaine B. Barrett. Original Gaia's Voyage's main tabla music by Sam Happ. Additional music. Heartbreaking, Royal Banana, The Machine Thinks, Dragon and Toast, We Got Trouble, Wizard Torium by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. This series is dedicated to everyone who has aided in environmental conservation, animal welfare, or disaster relief efforts around the world. Together, we can make a difference. For more behind-the-scenes information on Gaia's voyages, as well as other audio drama offerings, please visit us on the web at www.brokensea.com. Thanks for listening. That little prick of a mechanoid. You just wait till I get my vines on you, Zeke. I'll rip you limb from limb. How dare you insult my people like that? Just because I'm a plant and I can't improve myself doesn't mean that I'm stupid and ignorant. You can never fly a ship as well as I can, and you've never seen as many lifetimes as my people have. So, if you want to pick a fight, come on down and see me for yourself.